0: Welcome to the Run Better with Ash podcast, where I discuss all things running, from training tips to race day strategies. I'm Ash, your host and personal podcasting running coach. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my top five tips to improve your running speed. If you're looking to take your running to the next level, then this episode is for you. Whether you're a seasoned runner or you're just starting out, these tips will help you run faster, run stronger, and more efficiently from proper foot contact to strengthening your glutes. I'll be covering all the key areas to focus on when you're trying to increase your running speed. So grab your headphones and let's get started on my top five running tips. Welcome to the Run Better podcast with me, Ash Foster. If you want to learn more about how you can run faster, run for longer, run injury-free, or simply enjoy your running more, I'm here to coach you. I'm a running coach, advanced personal trainer, yoga teacher, mindful life coach. I know from my personal experience of suffering ups and downs throughout my life, how movement and nature improves our health. And these episodes are for all levels, from couch to 5k through to the experienced marathon runner, there are always something we can learn and share with each other. So let's get into this episode. Hello and welcome to the episode. As a running coach with over a decade of experience working with clients to improve their running performance, I have gained valuable knowledge and some tips and techniques from my own running and working closely with these clients at all levels of ability. I have learned that it takes dedication, consistency, and a holistic approach to our training to reach our running goals. Now, if your running goal is to increase your running speed, these tips are going to help you so here are my top five running tips to improve your running speed now these have helped me run faster and i've not even had to try harder to run faster on some of these these are also what i coach my clients to focus on and these are not in any particular order and i'm going to get started with number one which is one of my favorites dun, dun, number one I like to do that I don't know why I'd like to keep doing that noise but I think it's because I add music in I'll just add the musical element in myself number one is run hills more hills builds strength and stamina now running hills can be an effective way to improve your speed and your endurance as well as build that strength in the muscles used for running so when running uphill your body must work harder to fight the gravity and maintain your speed. It's also working against the incline, which improves our cardiovascular endurance and our lung capacity. And this can then translate to improved performance on the flat terrain. So hill running can help build that muscular strength and power, particularly in the legs, because running against the incline requires your legs to work harder, which can lead to increased muscle fiber recruitment and muscle hypertrophy over time. Which basically means your muscles get stronger, and you're able to recruit stronger, able to recruit more muscles, uh, muscle fibers. Sorry, this can improve your overall running economy and increase your speed. So incorporating hill running into your training routine can provide a challenging and an effective way to improve your overall running performance, which will include your speed and endurance and your strength. So it's important to gradually increase the intensity and the volume of your hill training to avoid injury and make sure that you're getting proper recovery between the workouts. You will make significant gains by spending time running hills, I personally love running hills. And this is one of the ways that I have seen my running times improve without me actually having to try to run faster or run harder. It's because of the work on the hills that my body has adapted to be stronger. So running hills has then made my body stronger. And because of that, when I go back onto flats, I run faster because my body is stronger and able to cope with the, with those demands. I love running hills because of that, but also because of the fact that it's challenging and a lot of people think, i oh, yeah, going on hill runs because it's, you know, it is challenging, I don't like it, it's difficult. But running hills keeps you mentally sharp, it keeps you mentally strong, and it keeps you you're, you're physically strong and resilient. So there's that mental aspect as well, when you're putting yourself through something that's uncomfortable, you are creating discomfort, you are expanding your comfort zone, so you are creating strength in the mind and the body because of that. So run hills, I tell every client that too. Number two, run intervals faster than the time that you're aiming for, so the speed that you might be aiming for. Running intervals at a faster pace than your goal, say for instance, a 10-kilometer pace, you're looking to improve your running speed, you can do that by improving your running economy and your lactate threshold by running faster intervals. And what that means is during the interval training, you get brief bouts of high intensity running, which are followed by periods of recovery. And this type of training helps to increase the amount of oxygen your muscles can use and improve their efficiency in using it so running at a faster pace than your intended goal pace can help improve your body's ability to use oxygen and clear lactic acid more efficiently at an increased intensity which can increase your lactate threshold now a key benefit of interval training is that it allows you to run at higher intensity than you may be able to sustain for longer durations so this type of training helps to challenge our body and forces our muscles to work harder which will lead to improved speed over time. Again, making sure that we're getting adequate rest and we're getting adequate progression, not too intense, not too fast with the progression. So incorporating interval training into your training routine can be an effective way to improve your running speed and also your endurance. It is important to gradually increase the duration and the intensity of the intervals so that we are avoiding injury and again, as I mentioned, making sure that we're getting proper recovery between the runs that we're doing and the workouts that we're doing. So for an example, if you wanted to run a 10 kilometer and your goal pace, which is something quite often, it's quite common for a runner to come to me and say, I want to get my 10 kilometer run under 60 minutes. It's under 60 minutes. So I want to get under the hour mark for my 10 kilometer run. So, under an hour, so 59 minutes 24 seconds, that's under an hour, obviously. This is running at, I do both kilometers and per mile. So, if you're running kilometers, which I do, uh, some people running miles. So, five minutes 56 seconds kilometer pace is 59 minutes 24 second 10k. Or if you're running miles, it's a nine minute 34 second per mile pace. That will give you a 59 minute 24 second 10k time. Now, I might confuse you a little bit there, but what I'm going to get you to do is think about trying to do intervals at... So if you're wanting to get down to 5 minutes 54 for that uh, that under-hour pace, you want to be getting your intervals at maybe 5 minutes 46 uh, per kilometre. So you're doing 10 seconds a kilometre quicker or 17 seconds a mile quicker, which would be 9 minutes 17 seconds per mile. This is a 57 minute 10 kilometer pace so what you're effectively doing is you're doing intervals at that 57 minute kilometer pace which is obviously a little bit more intense but then that will give you margin and leeway to be able to hit that 59 minutes 24 seconds so again i've reached used quite a generic uh, quite a generic uh equation and an uh, example there but that's what you want to do so you can apply that to anything you want to do what your goal speed is that you want to do at a specific time a specific distance try and do intervals and you can vary the length of the interval and as long as it feels okay you could increase the intensity and the many ways that you could vary the length and the intensity through the pace the terrain the distance or the time that you're doing the intervals for and how many you're doing and you do faster intervals than the goal that you're actually trying to do the race pace at. Okay, that might have been quite long and it's kind of complicated. I hope it made sense, but that will naturally increase your running speed. Number three, strengthen your glutes to generate more power. Now strengthening your glutes can improve your running speed in several ways. Now the glutes are one of the main muscle groups responsible for propelling your body forward when running, which creates hip extension. Now improving the strength can have a significant impact on your overall running performance because increased glute strength can lead to more power and more force production which all uh, which allows you to generate more speed with each stride a stronger glute max muscle glute gluteus maximus can lead to your hips being more stable it will absorb more shock it will reduce the risk of injury and it will improve your efficiency while running So strong glutes can help improve your running form and your posture, which can further increase your speed because other muscles are not having to do the the job of the glutes. So when your glutes are strong, they can work together with your hamstrings and your back muscles to help maintain proper alignment, proper posture and prevent compensations that can slow you down or lead to injury. So strengthening your glutes can be an effective way to improve your running speed and your performance. So, incorporating glute specific exercises such as squats, single leg squats, glute bridges, lunges, you can do them weighted, banded, or body weight, and you could do isometric holds. Put them into your training routine, and that will help improve your lower body strength and your power you will generate more power from the glutes and that will increase your running speed and I would say that 90% of the running clients that I see have some issue in the glutes whether it be lack of activation or not as strong as they could be to, to possibly quite weak glutes and limiting the postural stability that 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 that, ha- that the glutes create and that could be creating or sometimes even we have uh, clients that have a clear imbalance maybe the dominant side is a lot stronger compared to the the not less dominant side so strengthen your glutes and you will run faster number 4 improve your foot contact and your push off Or your toe off improving your foot contact and your push off or your toe off can help increase your running speed by improving your running mechanics and efficiency now i've talked about form a lot on this podcast but you only have to look at the elites that have refined their form daily to create effortless speed now practice and refine the skill and you will reap the rewards running is a skill after all so if you practice and refine that skill you will get the benefits When your foot strikes the ground while running, it should ideally land on the midfoot rather than the heel. Now, they're not going to get too much into foot contact uh, and that debate, but this helps to distribute the forces of impact more evenly and efficiently throughout the body, reducing the risk of injury and improving the transfer of energy into your next stride. When you push off the ground, you generate propulsion, which we are hopefully going to get from those strong glutes as well into creating hip extension which helps increase your speed improving your push off or your toe off involves engaging your your calf muscles your hamstrings and your glutes to apply that force against the ground to, to get that good strong powerful push off so stronger muscles in these areas can provide a more powerful push off leading to faster running speeds so in general Improving your foot contact and your push-off involves focusing on good form, good running form and proper mechanics. Now we can do that by obviously strengthening the muscles in our lower body, so our legs through exercises like squats, lunges, single leg squats, the glute bridges that I've mentioned as well as incorporating drills and exercises that are specifically designed to improve our running mechanics. Such as skipping, bounding and lots of different plyometrics and coordination coordination and balance exercises. Now, these must be done with clear coaching cues to maximize the efficiency of the drill so that we know that we're getting the right muscles working, we're getting the right feeling, we're getting the right brain-body connection, and we're doing the drill effectively and strengthening the areas that we want to be doing. Because you can do these drills, but if you're not focusing on the right areas working and you're not feeling the drill properly, what's going to happen again is you're going to create compensations and the muscles that are not strong or not working as optimally as you want to be doing and not activating as they should, are just the muscles around that are just going to create compensations and do the job which you don't want to also you could improve your foot contact through cadence drills which will as i mentioned improve your foot contact and you can find out how to improve your cadence by listening to the i think it's not the last episode the one previous to that so two previous it's the episode you will get hair doing this stop That's the episode if you want to have a look at how you can improve your cadence. So overall, improving your foot contact and your push-off will help you run more efficiently and with less effort, leading to faster running speeds and improved performance. Now, if you've got this far in the podcast, you clearly are enjoying the tips and techniques, so please share these with a friend. You will be helping your friend gain some valuable running tips, and you will also be helping my podcast reach new listeners. I greatly appreciate your shares, as they are the best way for the podcast to grow. I'll keep pre- posting free content for your ears if you keep sharing these episodes. So thank you. It's a two-way. Thank you. Great. Thanks for that. Back to number five. Again, okay, this is a this is a one we're not going to go down a rabbit hole with this one. But we're running trainers that allow your feet to function properly now wearing running trainers that allow your feet to function properly can increase your running speed in several ways now first these these types of shoes that allow your feet to function properly can improve your running mechanics by ensuring that your feet have space to do their thing (laughs) you know their thing this is what they need to be doing this can help reduce the risk of injuries and improve your overall efficiency while you are running when your running shoes fit properly This ensures that your feet are able to function properly and generate more power, more stability, absorb the energies as they're meant to do with each and every stride. And if you say for instance you're running a 5 kilometer run, you've got 5-6,000 to steps. If you're doing half on each, so 6,000 steps, 3,000 steps on the left, 3,000 steps on the right, you want your feet to function properly to be optimal to be performing at their optimal sorry now running trainers that are too small too narrow or have an overly aggressive heel or maximal cushioning this affects the natural proprioceptive sensory pretense and splay functions which sounds quite sciencey and quite but i've done a previous episode on this if you're interested look for the splay s p l a y splay episode in my previous episodes i won't get into it too deeply but in general you should be looking for a proper running shoe that are lightweight and flexible to allow for so that's the key really is that they're lightweight and flexible to allow for natural foot movement and for your foot to be able to respond in a natural way if you like a bit of cushioning that's fine but more isn't better Properly fitting running shoes can also help to reduce blisters, black nails, broken toes and other foot problems that you see quite common in runners that are caused by ill-fitting shoes. Your shoes should not be doing that to your feet. They are not right for you if they are creating blisters, black nails, broken toes and problems that are just not good paula radcliffe ran for years with ill-fitting shoes that nearly ended her running career for the rest of her life she nearly wasn't able to run for the rest of her life so take note have a look at the paula radcliffe episode i did so wearing running trainers that allow your feet to function properly can help to improve your running speed by improving your mechanics of your body reducing your injury risk as well and increasing increasing the power and efficiency that you can generate whilst running So which ones did you gain insight from? Which ones did you think, ah, actually, I've not thought about that. And which tips will you incorporate into your running? So let me know on Instagram or send me an email. The details are in the description. And thank you for listening to today's episode of the Run Better with Ash podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast wherever you get them. And for more running tips and advice that I post, share this episode with a friend and remember to run better. I shall speak to you in the next episode, my fellow runners.